traditions around the world, right, we pay respects to our ancestors. And so I want to do that before I get started. As we mentioned, justice for Nikki, you can say that because I'm alive. I am alive. I have a beautiful bowl here, an assortment of flowers as the human race is, as humankind is, from all over the world. This is nature, this is us. I'm gonna say a name, and after I say that name, you say Ashe. It's a confirmation for that person, their life, their legacy to continue to live on. First name I'm gonna say is Richard Power. Richard, oh beautiful, y'all got it, yes! Richard Powell, Ashe. Stephon Clark, Jalen Hughes, Ashe. Brianna Taylor, Ashe. George Floyd, Ashe. and so many other names of people that are dying daily. So many others that you do not know their stories because they sink down and they're afraid to stand up against this oppression. We say that this shouldn't happen to adults, but this shouldn't happen to youth either. It should not be normal. We have made it normal. And that's because we wear the mask. We wear the mask that grins and lies, that covers our mouths and shades our eyes, the debt we pay to humankind with torn and bleeding hearts we smile in 1892 Paul Lawrence Dunbar wrote that poem in telling you that there's so much pain that happens and so many of us are covering our faces, hiding, not speaking about the pain at which we go through because we're afraid to make people uncomfortable. Because there's guilt and there's pressure and there's pain that doesn't belong to us. That that burden belongs to those that are doing these heinous acts to dehumanize people so they can feel good about them not loving themselves. I give thanks to Paul Lawrence Dunbar for writing that poem because it helped me to realize when I was wearing the mask for over a year of not being able to talk to family or friends about what happened to me because I was afraid to lose my job, feeling guilty about something that I did because can I prove it? Well, you've seen it and even though you've seen it, there's still no accountability. So what I say to you all, as you wear the mask, we're literally in mask, which makes it even harder or even easier for us to hide. 
Not only did he share about the black experience, but I will tell you my story, how it impacted me, but how it impacts you. Some of you are going through pain. Some of you have been abused, and you do not speak about it because you're afraid to share. But I'm telling you, I am a voice of systemically oppressed youth. And going through that, that means there's healing that has to come. And the only way that we can heal is by telling our stories. So listen, right? We're wearing this mask, some figuratively, right? And literally. For those that have children, better along, who's a sister? Raise your hand. Who's a brother? Who's a mother? A daughter? Cousin? Auntie? Uncle? All of you, right? Everybody gets tired driving on the road, right? That one time you accidentally almost hit something because you're too sleepy. The best thing to do is pull over. Pull over to a safe spot. That's what me and my father were doing. Because we have three children being responsible, right? And the process of us traveling back after having a good day we want to have our children have enjoy life, have a good day. We all, if this was during COVID, have a good day. Let's enjoy. Let's make something real. Let's still have love. Let's still have family. Let's show you something different than what the world is showing us right now. And so as we share and we, we're, we're trying to switch seats. A normal trip to have a good time turns into a horror, a horror story. I go to try to switch seats with my dad. And as you can hear the other stories, and what's a little different, but I, I want you to feel what it's like to be completely confused for doing everything right. Everything right. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you get ready, you're all ready to go. You turn around, somebody slap you in the face. Somebody punches you in the head. Somebody presses you up against the car. I'm giving you an example, right? To snap out of, could this happen to me? I named the names in the beginning because they may not mean anything to you. But if it was your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, your children, then it hits home. And that's how we have to start seeing ourselves, this bowl of all of us together. So as I mentioned, we were simply switching drivers. And in the process of doing that, the police officers come asking questions. I don't have anything to hide. I'm not doing anything wrong. We're just switching drivers. Can I continue? Can we keep doing that? Somewhere they escalate the situation beyond that. And I'm utterly confused. 
Okay, I'm complying. You want me to get back into the car? Okay, let me do that. I don't make it. I'm complying to get back in the car and I do not make it. How terrifying is that? You ask me to go one place, I'm following the directions, and then all of a sudden hands are put on you. Whether in uniform or not, if you were going somewhere and somebody puts hands on you and you are not expecting for anyone to lay hands on you, is fearful, what is about to happen to my life? So as Betty talked about me speaking into the mic, I was speaking for someone in the ethers to hear me. Somebody stop this from happening. Because he's protecting my children. He's doing his part. And they didn't do theirs. They didn't see any type of humanity in me. Which led to them, after me complying, led to them beating me up. And then saying, oh, we just maybe just hit her in her side. No, you punched me in my head multiple times. And I will show you this. There's something about seeing something. For those that know me, I used to have very long locks. Like the sister right here in the purple. Okay? These are locks that were ripped out of my hair. Let me show you. Here, the hair that you see on my head now, I cut my locks because my locks were ripped from the back of my head. This is a sensitivity, a burning in the back of my head where my brother, who's a healer, tried to give me massages to help my head and I was shaking, shaking. My body just shaking from what just happened to me. That shouldn't happen to anyone. Anyone. And then you think, they did that. No accountability. No accountability in the lies as you can hear. I want you to understand this. I now have to explain that to my children. I hadn't been able to talk to my daughter, my oldest daughter about what happened for over a year. I just asked her, do you remember what happened? And she said, mommy, I was so scared. She was scared. You have three children under the age of six have their mother taken away, have their grandfather taken away, and doors wide open for anyone to come around. No security. This is what I'm talking about, systemically oppressed youth. Because now I have to explain why. Why did this happen? And you know what, I don't have all of the answers. Because there's people in different positions that could do something about it, but they're not. That's why y'all are here. That's why we're all here to put the pressure on those that have the positions to make the changes.
So I don't have to explain to my children why their mother was assaulted and abused when she was just switching drivers with her father. I don't have to say, be careful driving through Solano County because there's bad people there. No, it'd be bad people where you are, do your job. Protect us, take care of us. If we're not any harm, do good. We can communicate. I speak English. And even if I didn't, there's other ways. There's sign language. There's other languages and other forms of communication where you don't have to escalate to the point of people being abused, assaulted, or losing their lives. Amen. So in that sunken place where I was over a year ago, not being able to speak, not being able to tell anybody what happened to me, think about that. There's people on the job being bullied. There's people being in school that are being bullied, that don't think that they can speak up. I said enough is enough. I need to share my story. I'm going to speak up so it can empower others to share their story. Because when we share our stories, the ones committing the crimes can't continue to do them. So I said, stand beyond wearing the mask. The mask keeps you in a silo and you can easily just stand by and watch people be beaten. You can easily sit and go through Netflix, Twitter, all of these other social media accounts because it doesn't hit you. But if you saw it as your sister or your brother, you would do differently. And do not get me wrong, please. I stand in a place of privilege also. George Floyd happened and I wondered what it was that I could do. So I focused on my children. I focused on the children of Sacramento with the Melanin Day School Academy so we could heal and help them have self-confidence within themselves so they could build and so that they could be the change that they want to see in the world. Taking the pain that we go through and using it and channeling it to be the change that we wish to seek. So Stefan Clark, the family, but I am SAC Foundation, they're doing their work. And I'm so thankful to know them and that they're here supporting. Because the work has to continue. So I asked, what could I do after I heard about Stefan Clark, after I heard about Breonna Taylor? Everybody's asking me now, what can we do, Nakia? How can we help you? We love you so much. We want to have that help you and do justice. This crew right here, they're taking care of the criminal stuff. So now it's the individual powers that we need to be able to bring together. And so how can I help you to stand beyond your mask? To stand up and use your voice, no matter what level you at, no matter how low or how high, you have the power of influence. So we have to unite. I talked about this the last time in unity but to help you to be more clear about what it is that I see to help us be in the change, this is what I have in mind. What I see for my children and future children is that they have access to clean air, they have access to clean water, that they have access to whole foods, rich foods, that they have uh, access to good education, 
where knowledge of self is the peace and prime where they can share their gifts and shine, that we have the capital to fuel their gifts and shine so they can do what they need to do, and then also that they have the healing because without the healing, the traumatized will continue to be trauma. So here, everybody, if you have your phone, those that are online, get a piece of paper out, write it down. I'm gonna go over a list of some black organizations that you can support today, okay? I'll give you about five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, because we have to engage, right, in action. So I talked about those different levels. All of these organizations are touching on some of those pieces. The Israel Family Urban Farms, Melanin Day School Academy, you can find it on a GoFundMe, Unity Bridge Initiative, which is bridging the gap between the continent of Africa and here in the States, and traveling around the world. The Sojourner Truth African Heritage Museum. Now y'all can do better than that. Let me hear the energy. The Empowerment Center. This is in DC. I'm born, I was born in DC, raised in the DMV area. That's DC, Maryland, and Virginia. East Coast energy out here, loving on the West Coast. The Living Well Community Foundation, focus on bringing families together so they can build and grow. North Carolina A&T, Agricultural, Agricultural and Technical State University, that's my alma mater, Aggie Pride. Classy Hippie Tea Company, when you need to calm and be, be mellowed out, because trauma is real, y'all. My event is really tra traumatizing, You've been traumatized too. The National Society of Black Engineers, helping these young youth and their minds grow and collectively build together. Phoenix Drum and Dance Company, these can be forms of dance therapy to heal, get the energy out. Haikili African Roots Dance Company. Florence Square Community Development, Development Cooperation, where there's so many black businesses there working together to build up and that will have all until posterity to grow and strengthen their community. Queen Sheba Ethiopian Cuisine and I Am SAC Foundation. Support these organizations, okay? Support them, whether it's with your time, your energy, but definitely your money. Uh, charitable capital, giving it to them, allows them to build. That way, you're, thank you. That way you're not saying to them, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Which historically, that's what we've been told to do. But now we're giving you a strategy and a plan for how we're going to do this holistically. This is how you help us heal. This is how we all heal. So as I said, it is a time for us to unite and stand beyond your mask. You have power and together we can unite. Stand beyond your mask. 
and know that every action you take is bigger than you.